0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and so we will get to them in just a couple of minutes, and it's always fun. I always tell people it's such a crapshoot with this show because I never know who's going to call, and I never know what their questions are, and I really never know What Spirit's going to say as a response, as an answer to their questions. So, thank you for joining us this week. And first of all, I want you to meet Angela Clement. Hi, Angela. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Everybody, Angela has a summit that is available. I think it started today. Angela, is that right? it did yeah and, that's great. and she's she's calling it awaken your soul's journey how to overcome grief through healing and i was so honored angela that you asked me to be one of your your guests on this summit and i just thought it would be fun to have you on for a few minutes just to tell everybody a little bit about your summit and and what you hope to accomplish and how you hope to help people. So please tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing.
2: Absolutely. And I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this. I um, put this together because last year um, my husband was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. And he was diagnosed in January and he passed away in October. and. Uh, there was a whole bunch of other events that that led up to this too. But um, I decided that I would dive into energy healing. And I took a course with Adrian Blackwell. Uh, It started in January. And as the latter part of the course was actually for marketing. And so I decided to put together this summit. And the summit is all about grief. And it's all the things that You know, I wished I had known when my husband passed away. I'm interviewing all kinds of experts, um, counselors, therapists, uh, even uh, people with pet loss, grief. Uh, All kinds of people who have gone through grief and have been able to transform their lives because of it. And as well, I, I interviewed you and, um, you have so many good, uh, lots of information about the process of dying and then, you know, the hope that you bring when you do your mediumship. And so it, it, it started today, the summit. Um, but you can still sign up, um, and you can still watch all the videos for free. Um, the website is www.healingenergy.world. That's where you can go to sign up.
0: And it's on all my social media pages too, everybody. All the Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Facebook and all of those. The links are there as well if you want to sign up. And Angela, if people can't participate in real time, they can download. Once they sign up, they can download the talks and then they can watch them on demand. Is that how you have it set up?
2: Yeah, all the videos are pre-recorded, and so you can—you'll uh, get an email early in the morning that will give you the videos that are available for that day, and you'll have at least forty-eight hours
0: to watch those um, free. So okay, that's how it works. Okay, terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Well, thanks so much for putting this together. Certainly, there are a lot of people out there that are grieving loved ones. And like you said, pets too, which is very intense for those of us that have lost Mm -hmm. a pet. And we think, oh my gosh, this is almost as bad as losing a family member. And sometimes it's worse if it's a family member that lives far away and you haven't been around them much, but the pets with you pretty much all of the day and a lot of times in at night too because a lot of times our pets sleep with us. And that grief is intense as well. So thank you for putting that together. And, and did you learn some things that you found to be useful to help you with your grief, with the loss of your husband? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, I, I interviewed 27 people
2: <laughs> and so and all experts and so yeah i learned a lot through that process absolutely okay,
0: okay. terrific well thanks so much for joining us and uh, everybody go check out angela's it's called awaken your soul's journey how to overcome grief through healing and again it's on ask julie ryan on my instagram and facebook and you'll see the link there thanks angela take care thanks so much Julie. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. One quick announcement. After many, many months of effort from me, from my team, from developers, from lots of people, Angels and Enlightenment Training is going to be released on Saturday, June 18th. And I'm so excited for you guys to see this because my big training, Angelic Attendant Training, I teach four times a year, once a quarter. I limit it to 12 people and it's live. So it's four Saturdays in a row. It's expensive, it's $2,500, but you learn how to do all the stuff that I do. And I've had so many people throughout the last few years say, please come up with something that's self-paced, that's affordable. So that's what I did, the Angels and Enlightenment training. You do it on your own time, it's $300 instead of 2500 The $2,500 still there, and that's live, and you get to learn everything. But on the Angels and Enlightenment training, you learn the basics, which is how to communicate with spirit how to validate what you're getting what the 12 phases of transition are. How can you tell how close to death somebody is? What's the walk to heaven? And so you learn how to do that and you can communicate with any spirit alive or deceased, any pet, any tree, any plant, any whatever, any bumblebee, every butterfly, any anything that has energy, which is everything, you'll be able to communicate with it or with that spirit too. Now, the key with this is it's self-paced, but there will be a private Facebook group for that AET Community Angels and Enlightenment training. But most importantly, we're going to have 10 practice sessions that cover all the time zones of the world, and they're going to be facilitated by graduates of my big training, my big expensive training. And these are all hand-picked people who are wonderful at doing woo-woo. And you know, you can learn things by reading, you can learn things by hearing somebody talk about it, but nothing compares to doing it. And success leaves clues. And that's what I've learned from my big angelic attendant training. The live one is we have practice sessions for that, too, throughout the week. And people, when they get done with the training, they have a concept of it. But when they start using what they've learned in a community of like-minded people where it's safe, there's no judgment, and you really get validation for the information you're getting. Then they really soar. And that's what I've set up with the AET, the Angels in Enlightenment training as well. So you'll all get notice. We'll send out a notice next week. But it's going to be released on Saturday. Saturday. June 18th, just go to AskJulieRyan.com and go to the training page. We'll have a pop-up, and then you'll just be able to sign up for it. And you can do it, uh, you know, you can do it at your leisure, and it'll be the basics. And if you're thinking about taking my big training, my big angelic attendant training, but you want to kind of dip your toe in first and check it out, This would be a great way to do it is the angels and enlightenment training. To my knowledge, I don't know of any other mediumship training that exists where there are this many practice sessions every week, number one. And number two, I don't know of anything else that exists that's going to help you figure out how close to death somebody is communicate with the person who's dying, be able to help bring comfort to the family and others, and help that person pass if they need it with the walk to heaven. And that's something different that I don't think is offered anywhere else as well. So I hope you take advantage of it. I will be excited to hear what you think. Send me your comments. Send me your your thoughts of how... How you like it? How it's working? The training sessions are the practice sessions are just going to be really the key to do that with the big angels angelic attendant training. At the end of that, there were people, and we do practicum in each class with that on the live training, and and uh, there were people who said, "Oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do that." And then within a couple of months of going to the practice sessions, you know what? they're doing really well and then they continue to go and some of them have gone for a couple of years and they're amazing and some of those people that said i don't i'm not sure i'm ever going to be able to do this you know what they're my facilitators because they're so good at it so aet look for it at askjulieryan.com. we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll get our callers on and see what their questions are stay with us you're listening to the ask julie ryan show Next caller is Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Hello. How are you? I'm um, terrific. How are you?
3: I'm good, thank you.
0: Where are you located?
3: Um, Tasmania, Australia.
0: Oh my gosh, girl! What time is it there?
3: It's about ten thirty in the morning.
0: Ten thirty in the morning on, <laughs> on Friday. Friday. So, so we're talking to you real yes. time in the future. How cool is that? That's it because <laughs> it. it's, it's almost 8.30 here Eastern time in the U.S. So oh, very it's like good. sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How fun. Well, thanks for joining us. Do you have a question for me?
3: I do have a question for you. Um, it's a bit of a health-related question. Um on the weekend, so it's Friday today and back on Saturday um, I woke up in the middle of the night with the world spinning and um, I was very unwell all day um, and I went to the emergency department and was, was diagnosed with BPPZ, um and was treated for that and so ever since that day um, the treatment worked. But I still haven't been feeling very good, um, and I'm just wondering: is there something that's underlying that's happening, or um, is it a combination of two different things? Um, I was just wondering if you could give me some help.
0: Sure, sure. Did what? What I'm hearing is that you have vertigo. You had vertigo. Is that what they called it? You said yeah. EPP.
3: It's BPPV, so it's benign, positional, something, something, vertigo, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. That is a fancy name for a vertigo, which is like like you said with the world's <laughs> spinning, but you don't necessarily want it to be spinning. That's not necessarily a good thing. No. Okay, yeah. And it came on, and, it um, came on just out of all of a sudden, Courtney, you weren't out like whooping it up and drinking heavily or doing anything crazy like that the night before? <laughs> No, absolutely
3: not. Um, the day before at work actually I had um, been seeing a patient um, and so I work in the hospital and I did something to my back and I wasn't sure what it was, but it was very nerdy for the rest of the day like my, my lower back. And, mm-hmm. um, I just went home and sort of went to bed and then I got this, um, attack in the middle of the night. And I don't know whether the two things are related, but I still have feeling from both of them. Um, the world spinning and stuff has stopped, however. I'm really sensitive to like certain situations and lights, and I've only just come back to work today, but still Mm -hmm. very floaty and all of those sorts of things. So I'm just wondering, are they they connected, um, or is this just something that's going to keep gradually getting better because it was so severe?
0: How did they treat you in the emergency room?
3: So they diagnosed me with a Hallpike maneuver, which tells them where the crystal dislodged in my ear, and then he treated it with um, some of the head positioner maneuvers, and it worked instantly. The um, the the spinning stopped straight away. However, the ongoing residual effects haven't really stopped, and I'm just wondering, yeah, is it um, should it have gone away straight away in everything or? not
0: really sure what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Over here, they call it the Epley maneuver and they, they move your head in different ways because there's these little crystals inside the inner ear that get out of whack and then they put them back in position and that gets rid of the, the spinning. Let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. So for those of you that are first time listeners, I raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I watch a laser beam come from my body here in the Southern U S in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama and I'm going to watch it hook into you down in Australia, Courtney. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. I'm going to shoot energy through it. I'm like a human MRI. And so something will show up and then there'll be some kind of a healing that will begin right afterwards. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama. That's what I like to say. And then it's going to, it takes a second to get down to you. Uh Down in Australia. It's like I'm watching this laser beam on the globe. It goes directionally. It goes across oceans. It goes across continents, things like that. So got that going. Okay, got you. Shooting energy through to see what's going on. All right. Left ear is the one that's in play. Looks to me like that was the one that was more of an issue. I'm watching the Epley maneuver happen again just to get some more of the crystals more positioned in a solid way. They've gotten them back into place, but a couple of them look look like they're on the verge of coming out again. You didn't fall or anything, your back? Did you lift something? Did something happen that caused you to injure your back? Did you fall? Did anything like that happen? <laughs>
3: No, um, it was just lifting a patient, really. Um, I had some very heavy patients, but um, a week or go prior to this, I was playing football and I did have a hit to the head on the ground, so I don't know whether that was related to.
0: That is absolutely related to it. That's what caused it. So, uh, And probably when you were lifting the patient, that just exacerbated it and just set you over the edge. So the residual... Things, the residual symptoms that you have right now are are leftover concussion kind of things that are happening. In the short run, as far as the sensitivity to light and all of that, there's a a woman that I really think is fabulous. Her name's Helen Erlen, I R L E N. Go to Erlen.com, I R L E N. And she helps people that are sensitive. It's not a light thing. It's a brain processing thing. And she, she helps cure those issues with colored lenses. Think Whoopi Goldberg, Johnny Depp, Bono. I, I thought they were colored lenses because they just thought it made him look cool. Well, they're all clients of Helen Erland's. So you notice Bono, when he's on stage, he's wearing a different color lens than he is when he's just walking around during the day versus at night. And, and he's been working with her to help him. So that will help. The other big thing, Courtney, is tons of omega-3s. Tons and tons of omega-3s of coconut oil, olive oil, that's going to help your brain heal. So you're going to be fine. That's what's going on, I believe. You You bet. Thanks for calling. Take care. Thanks very much. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get our next caller on. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Back. Our next caller is Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Good evening, Julie. How good are evening. You? I'm lovely. How are you? Mm, okay, could be better. Oh, please tell everybody where you're located. I'm located in the Lon- in London, UK. Terrific. So, what time is it there? It's the middle of the night.
4: Yes, it is. It's about one thirty in the morning.
0: Oh, God bless you. Thank you for staying up to talk with us. Oh, my gosh. Well, do you have a question for me? Yes, it's um, health-related. I've just
4: spent three weeks in hospital um, suffering from a critically low hemoglobin, which was brought on by um a never-ending period, menstrual cycle, as well as having a polyp and ademiosis. And I was wondering if you could um, give me a sort of reading because I've had a biopsy and it's come back inconclusive.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So where's the polyp, Cheryl? Um, they say
4: it's in it's in the womb some in the uterus somewhere. I'm not quite sure they the scan says they're not sure whether it's the polyp, but they think it is on the scan that they've done the ultrasound the ultrasound okay
0: and so what what are they recommending is the next course of action? Do they want to do another test? Do they want to do a biopsy? What are they talking about? What are your doctors talking about?
4: They want to do another biopsy because they can't. There's no, they can't pick up anything at the moment, whether it's cancerous or what's going on with the um with the polyp and the adenomyosis.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let me get you on my radar. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading over to you in London, and uh, I don't have to go quite as far as Australia, but <laughs> it's still a little ways. <laughs> From the southern U.S., so here we go. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, yeah. Um, So the bleeding, has that subsided or are you still having problems with that?
4: I'm still having problems with that because I contracted a BVT, so I've had to have blood thinners. Okay. So All that's right. making you bleed as well.
0: Yeah, because it looks really bloody inside your uterus when I got in there. That's why I asked that question. So what I'm watching happen in the healing, Cheryl, is I'm watching a, a C happen where they scrape the lining of the uterus just to get that extra layer of blood out of there. You know, the uterine lining, that's what sheds when we have a period yeah. each month. So I'm watching that happen, and then I'm going in to see if there's a polyp in uterine. In utero is what they're telling you, right? Yeah. I, I see fibroids. I'm not necessarily seeing a polyp, but let me see if I can see something. I'm looking at you from the front, so I'm turning you around to look at you from the back. There's something going on with your left ovary. So let me see what's happening there. I am seeing a polyp on your left ovary. So what I'm doing is using a hot wire to slice it off. It does not look malignant. That does not look malignant. All right, let me look at the other one. The other one looks all right. All right, let me go back inside your uterus after it's all been cleaned out. Not, I'm not seeing anything that's giving me cause for pause. I'm seeing some fibroids, Cheryl. So what I'm doing is I'm encapsulating those and removing those out of your uterine cavity. And I think that's what's making you bleed is the fibroids. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So, so what I'm watching is fibroids... What I see when I work on them is some of them have a little stem on them. Think of a mushroom stem. You know, you got the the hat on the mushroom and then you got the stem. Some of yours are, it's called pedunculated. They're out from the uterine wall. Some of them are embedded in. So I've I've gotten those encapsulated and removed. Now we're going to do a DNA healing on you. When we have fibroids, we have excess fibrin. Fibrin is a protein that is found as part of the clotting cascade for blood, and we need it so that our if we're caught or injured, you know, we're going to stop bleeding, but we don't need an excess amount of it. And fibrin looks to me like a strand of spider web. You know how thin that is? And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a DNA healing where we're going to take your DNA back to a normal recipe. DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. So we want it to not manufacture as much fibrin that causes fibroids. And so that's what I'm watching happen. And X chromosomes come out. DNA looks like a strand. Picture a strand of of paper, a piece of paper that you'd see inside a fortune cookie with a fortune written on it, and DNA is made up of four nucleic acids. They're represented by four letters, A-T-C-G. I'm watching those letters get rearranged. A strand can have 100,000 letters on it, can have a billion letters. So I'm watching those get rearranged. All right, that snapped back in. So now the excess fibrin, imagine these little strands that look like a spider web are coming out of your uterine wall and they're wrapping almost like in a cocoon shape in the middle of your uterus. You know, the the holder that string is wound on when you fly a kite, it's kind of oblong, kind of rectangular, and it's got string on it. You let it out, you know, when you get the kite up in the sky. That's what this reminds me of. Right? And I'm so descriptive, Cheryl, because if you can envision what I'm seeing in my mind's eye it's going to help integrate the healing into your body because the body's always going to follow what the brain's telling it even if the brain doesn't believe it to be true and so that's why i see all this wild stuff because spirit's showing it to me in an, in analogies so that you and i and everybody listening can understand some kind of a visual that's going to be representative of the healing that I'm watching. So I'm still watching it happen. Did they scope you? What did they what did they do or did they just go in vaginally to take a biopsy?
4: They just went in vaginally to take a biopsy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did they do an ultrasound on you?
4: Yes, they did.
0: All right. And they didn't say so anything they about find seeing fibroids. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They Do said they... that there was a very small fibroid, but nothing that was actually causing the issue.
0: How young are you? Uh, 51. Okay. All right. So you're in perimenopause, and that's when the fibroids start to act up. This fibrin's still coming out, it's still wrapping. Or in kind of like a little cocoon. The interesting thing about the cocoon is, if you've ever seen a documentary or read anything about silkworms, silkworms have this protein called fibroin. Humans have fibrin. Silkworms have <laughs> fibroin, and it's drool that has a protein that turns hard, and that's what forms the threads to make their cocoons. When the when the silkworms, you know, go into the cocoon. So fibroin and fibrin is just the human equivalent of that protein. <laughs> so kind of cool, you know, that they're related. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not seeing cancer. I think you should continue to see your doctors and see what they say. But I, I think you're going to be in the clear with this. And, and they may oh, they may want to do a and c on you to, um, you know, to yeah. help. With the bleeding, have they talked to you about that?
4: They've they've offered a histography, histography, Mm-hmm. which I'm not quite sure if that's similar to DNC. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, no, DNC is when they go in and they scrape the the um, lining of the uterus just to get the just kind of get back to square one on that. But I think th- right. I think this is coming from fibroids with you. So I hope that helps. Yeah, I think you're fine as far as the big cancer thing. I'm not seeing it. Oh, thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. (laughs) Go back to bed. Sweet dreams. Hope you have a wonderful sleep and wonderful dreams. And thanks so much for getting up in the middle of the night to call in.
4: Oh, thank you so much for taking my call. And have a wonderful evening.
0: You too. Take care. Bye, Cheryl. All right, let's go to Brent next. Hi, Brent.
5: Good evening. How are you?
0: I'm terrific. Thanks. How are you?
5: I'm doing well, doing well. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to put a little plug on for you guys. All the things she said earlier about her classes are, are absolutely accurate. It normally annoys me. People who plug about themselves. But Julie's right. <laughs> she says what she <laughs> says. Her <Your> classes <laughs> are great. So she and
0: <laughs> well you took the big class you took the angelic attendant training you took the big one and and uh you when you practice it it makes a difference doesn't it
5: yes it does yes and, and when you don't practice it also also makes a difference um <clears throat> yes so uh <laughs> I've been busy that's lately true. not doing my own things that's why I say that like that so yes yeah. you must practice you must you must practice where are you, oh, by the where way, are you i'm located uh, yeah i'm I, I, I'm in Tulsa Oklahoma um, okay. In the in the in the heat of the heat of the state, um, yeah. My so I have, a, I have an easy one for you tonight. Um,
0: okay. Well, hang on because so there's I, my music. So I'm gonna need to hold you over for the break. And when we come back, we'll find out what Brent's easy question is. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We've got Brent on the phone from Tulsa. So, Brent, you said you had an easy question for me. I love all questions, whether they hard yeah, or so, hard. So, what's your easy question?
5: Uh, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, I've, I've been working on that, uh, you know, a new path we <laughs> talked about the last couple times we talked. Um, and so, the conflict I'm having, or the confusion I'm having, is it is it in my best interest to buy the current house I have a bid on?
0: Hmm, where is it?
5: Oh, it's in it's in are here in Tulsa. Well, it's not in Tulsa, it's, you know, outside.
0: Why you're having cold feet?
5: Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not quite sure it's, it's going to, it's not quite fit me, I don't think. And I just, a few things aren't working out. Money thing, just did not feel right. So I'm trying okay. to figure it and out.
0: Follow that. Follow that. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. So let's ask. Well, you know,
5: it, second opinion sometimes is also nice.
0: <laughs> well, I know, obviously, but, but it that, that's, You know, you've been taught that. It's the first thing that comes into your head and you pay attention to how does it feel. If it feels neutral or good, then you're in alignment, proceed. If it feels badly, something's up. You got to figure out if the fear that you're feeling, anything that feels badly is based in fear. Is this a real fear or a fake fear? So is it in Brent's best interest to buy the home in Tulsa? That he's made a bid on. I get a yes. Can, if you back out, do you lose a lot of money?
5: No, no. I'm, I'm literally in the, in the, the, the first. I, I haven't given the earnest money yet. Like I got to give the earnest money tomorrow, and um, inspections, you know, are, are lined up and stuff. So.
0: I thought you wanted to travel around. Interesting. What What made you decide well, to I, I, put a bid on a house?
5: Well. Here, here's the, the and it's here's where it may change and it's mean where where you may help a little bit so the problem i've come across is that you have to have a domicile or a place of legal residence to, to have like loans and trucks and and other things and the banks don't like you not having a place so i'm in the process of trying to downsize to something smaller um and and whatnot that would have a room for a fifth wheel to park it on Mm-hmm. That was the theory.
0: I gotcha. And <laughs> and are you concerned about the interest rates going up right now, or what's got you the most concerned? Uh,
5: the concern is is the neighborhood it's in. I I, I didn't look real close at it. It, it. I looked right next to it, but not around it. And there's like junk garage near it, and and, the, and neighborhood like 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 one third of the houses are abandoned. The other third of the houses that aren't abandoned look like they probably should be, and the other third are being being fixed, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, did I did I not pick well? It's, it's not not feeling um, perfect.
0: So let's ask it a different way: Is it is is it in Brent's best interest to go through with the purchase of the house that is requiring earnest money tomorrow? I'm getting another yes. Can you talk to your realtor about your concerns and about can you do some research? You should be able to do it, do it online and see what the, the market is around that area and see if the houses that are being rehabbed are a really good investment. And if you're getting it inexpensively and it's a, an area that's being renovated, I mean, you could end up making a lot of money off of it. And then it serves a purpose as your right. your home base. Do you plan on living there, or you just plan on having it as a an address?
5: Well, initially I'm, I'll, I'll live there. It, it'll be my transitional place because it's a lot smaller than what I have now. So that'll start the process of, of me getting used to living in a real real small place. Um, and, and then as far as renting, and after that, I mean, there's enough room on the property that I could possibly building the house next door or something who knows there there's there's some possibilities that that may exist with the land okay so
0: what I'm um, getting the biggest is thing is that
5: this place that parking...
0: it's not in your best interest mm-hmm. to live there but it is in your best interest to buy it So, that's what? interesting I know so let's drill down some more on that let's ask some more questions is it in Brent's best interest to live there temporarily yes is it in Brent's best interest to live there? For a year, no. For six months, no. For more than a month or two, no. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. But maybe you can rent it out, and that can still be your main residence on paper. I don't know. But there's definitely I'm I'm getting yes, it's in your best interest to buy it, but it's not in your best interest to live there.
5: No, like live there long term or live there at all
0: live there at all, no, live there long-term. Is it in Brent's best interest to live in this house? But he's purchasing long-term, no, in the short-term. I get very short-term, very, very short-term, just came in after that. So just to okay. just, can you rent it out? i get a yes.
5: Um, at, well, there's always that possibility.
0: But, um, yep. I get a yes. I get it. Buy it, rent it, use it for what you need. It it can be cash positive for you.
5: Okay, so this this is this is still is this oh, okay? I am trying to figure out. Ask the next question then. Um. So this is in my best interest for the plan of the RV plan. I mean, this is it? I did that right? Um.
0: Is it in Brent's best interest part, to park the RV there at that house? I get, I get temporarily, but no, you're supposed to be moving around in the RV. You're supposed to be traveling. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: So, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's it was have to parking. I mean, talk just the way legally to park it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. spiritually literal. Um. Interesting. So, so. My, my living in this place will be very short-term then.
0: Yeah, like a month at the most. But I'm getting that it's going to be a really good investment for How you, and it be? can be cash-positive if you rent it out.
5: So Okay, where am I going to put all my stuff? I don't I don't, I don't have a truck or trailer or anything.
0: I, I... Well, have you bought your RV yet? Um, no, no. I'm saying
5: this is why I, I have to have someplace to live. I have no, I have no place to live if I don't live in that house, at least for a few months until I buy my stuff. That's that's why I'm a little confused at Spirit's input.
0: Yeah. Well, you can put your stuff in storage someplace. You don't have to store it in the house. I get, I'm getting buy the house. It's going to be a great investment. Buy the RV, travel, enjoy it. Use that as your home base. So I hope that helps. Let us know what you decide. That'll be fun. Thanks for calling, Brent. Always a treat. Thank you. All righty, everybody. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get some more callers on and see what their questions are. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural.com and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether no space, at checkout and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Mm Welcome back. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available in on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. We're on all the main networks. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. To say, hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan show, and she'll play it for you. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review and share it too. Share it with your family and friends, especially if there's something that you hear on a show that pertains to somebody that you know and love. They people, I always appreciate it when people share shows with me, so please do the same. And if you leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, then you'll be entered into a drawing and you may win a free session with me valued at $200 and we can talk about whatever you want. So ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. You can also leave a review anywhere you're downloading your podcasts and also on YouTube and we see those as well and those are entered. Into the drawings too. And I do that the first Thursday of every month. I give away a free session. So you too may be a winner. Call in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. And a reminder to call in is posted the day of the show. And while you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody has submitted online and my answer. And we always try and pick ones that we think you'll enjoy. So uh, submit your questions in there. That's a that's a way to do it, too. You can also schedule an appointment with me when you're on my website, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about anything. We can talk to your deceased loved ones. We can scan you or a, another loved one. We can scan your pet. We can do past life stuff. We can tell how close to death somebody is. I mean whatever. It's a blast. We cram in as much as we can in that hour and and we get a lot in and it's always a lot of fun. I love getting you for a whole hour. So let's see what else. Everything can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. The new training again, AET training's coming out Saturday the 18th in a couple of days, about a day and a half. I'm so excited you guys have been working my tail off on this. I know I've been talking about it for months so it's finally ready to roll and Uh, i hope you enjoy it okay this week our question is from heather and heather lives in phoenix arizona and she said hi julie i just finished listening to your 12 steps of dying explanation i'm interested in reading your book and i'm curious about dogs passing over dogs plural we recently lost our dog Maisie star from metastasized bone cancer she passed around 8:30 p.m. on January 20th of 2022. After her surgery, we received a call that she'd made it through okay. Then, as we were about to leave to pick her up, my fiance and I heard our "Hey Google, turn on and start playing a country song all about heaven." I knew right then and there it was a sign from something or somebody. I'm curious about who or what helped ease our minds that night and let us know that Maisie was going to pass. Thanks, Heather. And here's my response. Hi, Heather. I'm so sorry to hear about your Maisie's passing. In order to get information regarding who or what was preparing you for Maisie's death by playing the song about heaven, I did an instant replay of the event. What I saw in my mind's eye surprised me. I saw a figure of a man standing next to your Google player. He resembled depictions of Jesus I've seen. This spirit had brown shoulder-length hair and a beard. He was wearing a long white gown, belted at the waist, with a rope, and had sandals on his feet. At first, I questioned if I was imagining this, so I asked his name. He said it was Jesus. He also said his main purpose, both when he was in human form and now in what he called Christ consciousness, I'm using air quotes, Christ consciousness, I put in parentheses spirit form, was to comfort people exactly what he was doing for you that night. Jesus went on to say all of his teachings, experiences, and legacy are about providing comfort, a big component of love i'm guessing that's not the answer you expected it certainly wasn't the one i expected either hope this information helps provide comfort to you your fiance and your family now i've seen jesus before i've seen lots of saints lots of angels lots of my my main spirit guide's dead pope pope clement the 6th But that surprised me that I thought it was going to be maybe her guardian angel or one of her spirit guides. I mean, I didn't expect the big guy to be there, Jesus. But I thought it was really, really sweet. And and I loved his message about love is all about providing comfort. The other thing that was interesting, as much as I've done this, you guys, and I've done this for 30 years, and I talk to thousands of people each year, I've probably scanned well over 20,000 people easily, I still have doubts at times, and when you have a doubt when an idea comes into your head... Ask the question again. Ask another question. Keep drilling down like what we were doing with Brent a couple of minutes ago. Keep drilling down until you get answers that make sense to you. Trust that first thing that comes in your head. If you doubt it, ask another question right away. Because when you go into doubt, doubt is based in fear. When you're in fear, you're at a low vibration. And Spirit doesn't communicate on the low vibration channels on the I feel crappy channels because their vibration is so high. It would be like if you're looking at your radio dial and Spirit's communicating on 104.9 and fear is down. I, the I feel crappy channels are like at 94.7 or something. You know, they're not the same frequency. So keep asking questions, keep trusting that first answer that comes into your head, and you'll you'll get the information that you need. So thanks so much for submitting that question. And I'm I'm delighted that Jesus was there to help you with the passing of your dog. Okay. How do we follow up with that? Let's go to our next caller, and it's Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Are you there? Hello. Hi, there you are. Oh, hey, Julie.
2: How are you?
6: I'm terrific. I'm terrific. I'm Donna, From born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, but moved to Charleston, South Carolina a year ago. So.
0: Yeah, Columbus, Ohio, the city of my birth, and Charleston's one of my favorite cities. I tell people Charleston's like yeah. it's every bit as historic as Boston, but it has better weather and manners. Would you agree? <laughs>
6: I agree. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, yeah. but I left Columbus, Ohio, too, so Ohio State. So, um, so my question is actually, I'm home this week in Columbus, Ohio, um, because my brother's having some health issues. So. My brother is Larry. He's 61 years old. Um, He's always been healthy and active. Um, Two years ago, he had COVID, a pretty bad case of COVID, and he has been out of breath um, since then. I can't Hmm. even hardly walk up the um, flight of stairs without, um, you know, almost passing out. Um, He has sharp chest pains. He went to um, one doctor. They did some x-rays. Um, he shows that he has a collapsed right lung, a paralyzed diaphragm. Good um, heavens. He's just, a, I, it's just one thing after another, and he keeps going from doctor to doctor. Um, this morning, he had an echocardiogram, and um, that doctor has scheduled him for a neck x ray or MRI rather, and a CT of the heart. Um, and that's within the next couple of weeks. His right shoulder, he has lost um, nerve activity. He has no nerve activity in his right shoulder from his, um, down to his elbow in the right side. Everything seems to be on his right side, but nobody's giving him any answers. And um, so I told him today, you know I, I love him so much. And I said, I'm going to call Julie tonight and see if she can help me. And um, he's just in so much pain. And um,
0: I didn't, didn't know if you had some insight to this or Yeah. So um, so he said it's okay for me to scan him. He's game.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. Sometimes that's when people yeah. come to you know, to energy medicine, which which I think complements Western medicine as we know it because they've exhausted a bunch of doctors and they're looking for, oh, my gosh, you know, anything that can help, I'm willing to try. So what I'm going to do, Donna, is I'm going to mm-hmm. connect to you and then from you to Larry. So here we go. Here comes my laser okay. beam. Heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, up to the Buckeye State. All right. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, going to Larry got Larry shooting energy from his feet up to the top of his head. Yeah, it's like the right side of his body is shut down. It's like if I drew a line right down the center of his body, their left side's turned on their right side's not uh okay, so let's yeah. go into his brain and let's see what's going on there. I'm getting neural pathway stuff. There's some neural pathways stuff going on. When I have somebody on my radar, Donna, I'm also getting information downloaded into my head. I call it divine downloads. And so that's what I'm getting. I'm being led to go to his head. So I'm in his head. He's got a bunch of scar tissue in his head. And oftentimes scar tissue can occlude neural pathways. So Brain matter looks like thick cooked oatmeal to me, and scar tissue in the brain looks like chicken cartilage, the kind that you'd see in a chicken breast with the bone in. So, what I'm doing is I'm removing that, and I'm going to work on him on the break. I'm going to hold you over, and I'll come back on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show, and uh, when we come back, I'll have a full report on Larry and Columbus. Stay with us. everybody we before the break we were talking with donna from columbus ohio and charleston south Carolina, and uh and donna Mm -hmm. we we were talking about your brother larry was he an athlete did or did he play any kind of contact (laughs) sports or has he been in any car accidents or suffered any falls like off a horse or something you know what no uh
6: but he was he had built um he rebuilt the, the he likes to remodel. So he had done that to um, a huge bathroom project. Um, but he really wasn't an athlete growing up. Um, never really in an accident. But um so, you know, I don't somebody said it could have been repetitive injury from maybe from when he was building. I mean, it's just all happened like all of a sudden. Um yeah. one doctor said he thought it was a C five six you know in his neck uh, but they're just taking guesses so it's um yeah we're just at a loss and he's and like i said he has seen so many doctors and they just keep sending him from one to another and nobody's mm-hmm. giving him any mm-hmm. um and you know what's going on no real answers
0: Right. So what I did was I worked on his brain during the break and he's got a bunch of scar tissue in his head. It looks like he's either been in car accidents, even if he didn't hit his head, or he's fallen or he's something's happened. That's why I was wondering if he played soccer or football Mm -hmm. or rugby or something along those lines. That's why I was asking that. So I removed Okay. I removed the scar tissue from his head. And sometimes the scar tissue can occlude neural pathways. And what I've seen, I've seen a lot of cases of people post-COVID that are having some issues, long-term issues. And what I've seen is that sometimes it can exacerbate things that are going on in the nervous, in the neurological system, you know, long-term. Yeah, And so by clearing yeah. the scar tissue, what happened was all his neural pathways lit up and they look like laser beams as part of a security system that crisscross the floor in a museum to guard the Statuary and the you know the paintings and the artifacts and stuff like that. So that lit up. And what I watched happen was it, the neural pathways were kind of rerouting. It reminded me of an old-fashioned telephone switchboard where they'd plug in a line into a hole to connect a call into an office. I know you've seen those at some mm-hmm. point. and yes. and that's what i that's yeah. what I watched get rearranged. For him, I think it's really important for him to follow the concussion protocol. Do us do a Google search. Dave Asprey is my favorite guy for a lot of things. But if you Google Dave Asprey, A S P R E Y concussion protocol or concussion healing, he's got it all mapped out and it's online. You'll see it in some of his blogs. And it's lots of omega-3s, okay. coconut oil, olive oil, grass-fed butter, you know, that kind of stuff, ghee, grass-fed ghee, that kind of stuff. I believe this is a okay. neurological thing going on with him, and uh, and that will help a lot. It will help his brain heal because the brain's like, I don't know, 80-some, maybe close to 90% fat, and we need good fat. We don't need Big Macs. We don't need Crisco. We need good fats to help our brains operate right. properly. The main okay. thing that that uh, I learned from Dave is brain octane oil is a product that he helped develop. It's by a company called Bulletproof. And it's MCT oil, but it's MCT8 oh, yeah. oil, not the 12. Most coconut yeah. oils Twelve. You want to do the eight. The eight really helps helps the brain function better. This is, I believe, this is a neurological thing. And if you want to schedule an appointment, okay. I can do a deep dive with him, and we can spend an hour and go go through his back and everything. But I was led to go to his okay. head and his
6: brain. That was my next step. Oh, do you, do you yeah. think this is COVID related or more neural neurological? I, I think.
0: I think it's neurological, but I think it's exacerbated by the COVID. The COVID kind of just ramped it up, okay. maybe accelerated it. Okay. I think he's had some okay. scar tissue in his head for quite a while. That's why I was asking if he, and he doesn't even okay. have to hit his head. Okay. You know, it's it's old concussions, yeah. and you can get a concussion from falling in the okay. snow, falling on the ice, falling down a flight of steps when you're a baby, whatever, okay. and then it comes back to haunt you later. You know what? In life. <laughs>
6: He did fall and break his ankle a few years ago. Actually, there you go, there you go. So yeah. he fell in the driveway. Yeah. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. You don't. Okay. You don't have to hit oh, your, your head. Wonderful. But but you think about it, Donna, you know, the yeah. brain is not secured inside the skull. So when we fall or we have an impact, like if we're in a car accident, even if we don't hit our head, the brain goes slamming against the inside of the skull and then it kicks back. So you have brain injury even if it doesn't show up as a concussion on the scans. And you don't have any symptoms. Okay. I see it later, and it can occlude those neural pathways and cause problems later on. So, okay. yeah, I'd like to I'd like to okay. have him for a whole hour okay. to do a deep dive if you can talk him into doing okay. that. Okay, I
6: will definitely talk to him because I'd love it
0: too. Okay, one All other right. thing on Thank that. Thank you so much, Julie. My, one other thing, yes. Donna, on the scheduling. I'm scheduled out mm-hmm. a few months. Get on my schedule. On the confirmation email, there's a little button that says reschedule. Click on that periodically. People reschedule all the time. Last two days, I've had people that have gotten in the day before. So people reschedule all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So give that some thought. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. I hope it feels better. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You too. Take care. Mm Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You too. All right. Let's go to Andrea next. Hi. Is it Andrea or Andrea? Actually, it's Andrea. Andrea. I was close. Yes. <laughs> it was close. I was it trying was to cover all my close. bases. <laughs> yes.
7: Oh, well, thank terrific. You for having me on.
0: You're welcome. Where are you located?
7: I'm coming from New Jersey.
0: Okay. Well terrific. Well, Miss New Jersey, I'm gonna have to hold you over for the break. There's my music. So stay with That's me. Fine. And everybody, when we come back, we'll see what Andrea has to say. Hope I said that right. <laughs> and yes, uh see did. what her question is and, and see what Spirit has to say as for an answer. So stay with us everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show and we'll be right back. We've got Andrea. Did I say your name right? Andrea? Yes, you did. Okay, good. You probably never knew there were so many pronunciations for your name, right? Actually, I did because no one ever gets it correct, (laughs)
7: pronounces it correctly. So Uh, I I get everything but the right one.
0: I have a friend who's German, and hers is Andrea. So that's what I'm used to saying. Yeah, fun. All right. What's your question for me, Miss New Jersey?
7: Um, I have a medical question for you. Um, Okay. I've been sick for a while and have seen several specialists. Um, I think we have some stuff figured out, but right now what I'm dealing with, no one really understands it. And the way I describe it is I have what feel like nodules, pea-sized nodules just underneath my skin on my stomach. And they're very painful, and they radiate around my flank. I also have a lump just to the left of my sternum. I went to a rheumatologist, and he feels it's just part of my fibromyalgia because I had an aggressive ultrasound done back in April. My gut is telling me that's not it. Um, I'm going for a ultrasound on Monday, for the lump on the side of my sternum. Uh, I do have a lot of medical problems, but this is the one that no one seems to quite understand or how to figure out. And I was wondering if you could give me some insight and then perhaps do a healing as well.
0: hmm Yeah, absolutely. So I've got you on my radar already just to just for time's sake. And it went to your gut first. Are you having gut issues? Fibromyalgia gut issues. That's, that's, yeah. A, I, yeah. Actually, um,
7: I just stopped with my gastro doctor, and what we found is I have bile reflux. So I have bile that pulls back into my stomach, and she feels there's something wrong with my puddle work down. And she has me on cholestyramine three times a day. And she feels that that has solved that issue. Now the issue are these, that, like I said, those pea-sized lumps just under the skin. Um, and uh, so there's, I know there's quite a bit going on.
0: Yeah, this is, this is gut-related. Andrea, you, you get your gut healthy, this other stuff's going to go away. And I'll look at the lump real fast, too. But email me, com, and I will send you the link. Anybody listening, if you want this, the link to the gut biome test that I talk about all the time. It's a okay. fancy name for a poop test, and it's going to tell you what the okay. status of your gut is. You do it at home. you don't need a doctor's order. it's around a hundred bucks hundred and fifty bucks, something like that and it's really easy to do and it's going to tell you what the status of your gut is, which is where our immune system is based. More importantly than that, based on the configuration, based on the ecosystem in your gut, it's going to tell you here, since food's the best medicine, here are your superfoods, here are the foods for you to avoid, here's everything else. Eat this a lot, eat this a little. You may be eating something that you think is healthy and it is, but it's just not healthy for you right now. So that's going to be the first step. You focus on getting your gut healthy, the rest of this stuff's going to go away, including the fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is gut imbalance. Yeah, it's called dysbiosis of your gut. And that's where, gosh, I think it's like 90% of medical stuff originates in the gut. When we get our guts healthy, the body has a tremendous capacity to heal. And um, that, that situation on your sternum does not look malignant to me. It looks benign. It looks like it's filled with fluid. So I'm draining it at the moment. I focus on your gut at this stage. And I think the rest of this stuff's going to go away. Even those lumps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I really
7: so, they're, they're quite painful. Yeah.
0: Email me julietaskjulieryan.com. We'll send you the link and anybody listening do the same. We'll send you the link and it's for a little bit of a discount, but it's uh that, that would be where I'd start with that. So okay. I hope that helps. Well, oh, Thank you very much. Yes, You're very welcome. Much, Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to Brooke next. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. Great. I'm super excited to connect with you. Well, thanks. I'm excited to connect I'm with in you. Michigan. Michigan. And the sunshine state up has North. finally
8: arrived.
0: Wonderful. If you yeah. guys had a lot of yeah. that rain, I heard that the Midwest was getting a lot of rain.
8: Um, We've had like a good amount of rain, just enough to keep the grass uh, green. Good.
0: So, not not too bad. Terrific. Not too bad. Well, you got a question okay. for me? My question for you tonight is
8: another medical question. Um, yes. About a year and a half to two years ago, I started with like a blockage in my ear, almost like a deafness and huh. instantly i went to a um hearing institute they uh-huh. got me in right away i had a full uh-huh. hearing test and i passed it no problem which i thought was strange because hmm i can pass a hearing test but i it's very clear there's a blockage almost like a plug in my ear uh-huh. um i've been to ear specialists you know i've had everything checked out everything checks out right no wax no this Maybe six to eight months ago, I started with like a symptomatic tongue and kind of feels like I would have like acidic, almost like eating too much citrus. It's super noticeable and um, went to the dentist. Um, Ultimately, they, they kind of called it like geographic tongue where I'm having different spots show up at different places on my tongue. And I have to think the two are connected. So I'm wondering what's going on with my head. Um, if you can help.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me get you on my radar. Uh, you're you're having an allergic okay. reaction to something, and what I was just talking about okay. with um, Andrea mm-hmm. right before you—it's gut related. Okay. All that inflammation starts in okay. the gut. Email me, com. We'll send you the gut biome sure. test. That'll be the first thing. But I've got you on my radar okay. right now. I, the energy went to your left ear when you were talking, Brooke. Is that the ear that seems to be bothering you? No, it's my right ear. It's your right ear. All right. I'm following the energy. It's mm-hmm. in your left ear and I'm going in there going mm-hmm. through the Eustachian tubes there's a little teeny tiny corkscrew that's tunneling through the Eustachian tubes and it's got mm, kind of like a uh how can I explain it kind of like uh it's not gelatinous but it's it's more creme brulee the topping on creme brulee that caramelized sugar it's kind of crispy mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. so that's morselating it. We'll, okay. we'll irrigate that out. I'm coming in on the other side. So I'm in the middle of your head with a corkscrew coming into your left ear. We're going from the <laughs> middle of your head into your right <laughs> eustachian tube, and then we'll go back out. You know, it's like the ear bones connected okay. to the eustachian tube bone and the station tube bones connected to the brain bone and all of that. And so tunneling in there, coming out through the other side, it's, it's more globby on the right side. It's more you know I'm talking about that caramelized topping on creme brulee.
8: Yeah. That, I know it well that, love it. Yeah. One of my I favorite do too.
0: desserts. That used to be my favorite. Yeah, I like it to eat, ate, not sugar. in my head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what's going on. It's an allergic reaction that's happening. That's not mm. really what's in there. That's a metaphor for, for this healing that sure, I'm watching. I happens so that we can mm-hmm. kind of get some kind of a human frame of reference for it. So I'm watching that. Okay. okay. And got that going. On. Focus on your gut. I think the rest of the stuff's gonna go away. Have you been exposed to mold, Brooke? Not that I'm aware of. Okay.
8: I mean, I All lived right. in the same house, and I yeah. don't suspect that we have mold, but okay. Um, you know, I, I for re- sure will. We will check this. But for inflammation to only be on one side of my head and I'm thinking, wow, like I I had even gone to a chiropractor, which is unusual for me, but I had been fearful for them to touch my neck. But I just kind of feel like I'm out of alignment, like my jaw is out of alignment in some capacity.
0: It's inflammation. It's kinda of like when you fly sometimes and and sometimes one ear needs mm-hmm. to pop and the other one's open and you think, Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, is this ear ever gonna pop? That's right. what I'm seeing is going right. on. It's it's right. inflammation. Yeah. Most inflammation comes from the gut. You know, unless you fall and break your leg or something, you're gonna have inflammation in your leg, but or right. sprain something. But yeah. this is I understand it's getting, just that it gut. has
8: not subsided in two years. Like I yes. haven't had a crackle. Or and it's just one-sided. And in fact, even lower in my body, like in my pelvic floor, on the right hand mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. I have an issue as well that's popped up over it. So it's just really bizarre. everything is happening on the right side of my body. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: I don't know. So the right I will, the right side I, of the will, body, Brooke, the right side of the body is mm-hmm. the masculine side. The feminine side is the left side of the body. Are you going through something mm-hmm. where you're feeling like you're having to take care of finances and operations, and you know, and stuff like that in your family or in your life? Are you doing more what we would consider to be masculine? I have a lot of
8: balls in the air. There you go. Yeah.
0: Um, that you're trying to like manage.
8: Going through a lot of transition, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what happens when one side gets out of whack. And you may want to see if you can get some support for all of that stuff that you're managing. There's always an emotional component Mm -hmm. behind any kind of sickness or illness or disease, always, 100% of the time. So schedule an appointment, we'll be able to do a deeper dive, but that's what I'm seeing in the short run. I hope that helps. Okay. Sounds, all right sounds thanks for thanks, calling julie. Brooke. bye Goodbye. Alrighty, everybody there's my music you know what that means we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll get somebody else on so stay with us you're listening to the ash julie ryan show Hello. and we're and we're back our next caller's angie hi angie Hi, how are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Thanks for your patience in waiting for me to get to you. Where are you located? <laughs> no problem. I'm
9: well. I am actually in Kansas City, Missouri right now. I live in Arizona, but I'm here for work um, for a couple of days. So so <laughs> oh, terrific. Uh, I'm I'm out
0: here. <laughs> well, wonderful. Yeah. That's where I met my husband so, standing uh, behind him in line in the Kansas City airport, and our anniversary is tomorrow. So interesting. I get to talk to somebody in Kansas city. Thank you.
9: Thank you. Well, how may I
4: help you?
9: Well, I have a medical one as well. Um, about a year and a half ago, I was diagnosed with a DVT and Mm -hmm. I had had, um, I, I've, I've had, I believe it for longer than what I thought, but Anyway, I also have a situation too with where I keep getting infections in my mouth, and my dentist said that my the blood clot's not going to go away until I get the infection in my mouth out of the way. I did everything they said, but yet the blood clot still hasn't gone. I mean, sometimes it feels like it dissipates, but then will come back. And then, so I do a lot of like uh, energy healing and things like that. And I've been trying to work on myself and I keep asking and asking spirit to like guide me and direct me. And it keeps bringing me back. My daughter introduced me to your show. And, um, so, and when I was like, you know, just kind of meditating about it or today and I was in basically spirit just keeps telling me, no, you need to have Julie. She needs to look at you and do the whole x-ray because there's something I went through a really traumatic situation last year that was like a, it, it cut off my energy and some different weird things. And I think it might have something to do with that. I don't know, but I'm here
0: to have you help me. Okay. <laughs> you can All right. Find. All right. So what I am getting, I've already got you on my radar just for time management from a time management mm-hmm. standpoint, two things have come to mind. Number one, sure. there's this liquid called, Colloidal silver. Have you ever heard of colloidal silver? It's liquid yeah. silver. Yep. Okay. You want to yep. get I, some of that yep. in a bottle. And put a little bit of it in a, in okay. a glass. I, I use like an old sippy cup mm-hmm. that was my son Jonathan's 30 years mm-hmm. ago, and I still have it. Yep. And I'll put like about an inch of it in the sippy yep. cup, and then I'll put the same amount of water mm-hmm. in, and I'll gargle with it. I want you to swish it around your mouth mm-hmm. and gargle with it before you go to bed. Don't drink anything after mm-hmm. you do it, and okay. um and then go to bed because bacteria cannot live in a metallic environment. I'm getting that you've got right. pus behind your tonsils in your mouth. I can see it. So what I've been doing is I've been irrigating mm. that out. So that'll really help with that a lot. So do that for a few days. Okay. And, um, and then the other thing is, are you a mouth breather at night by any chance? No, I'm not. Okay. Are you a I'm, mouth I'm breather a mouth during breather the day? Mm, not usually. <laughs> okay. I usually am not. Back to Dave Asprey, there but, I is mean, a, there's a podcast that he just released a couple of weeks ago, and it's about breathing. And it's about, uh, have you heard of taping your mouth shut when you sleep at night? Have you heard anything about that?
9: I haven't, but I mean, I, I have a lot of experience in the sleep. Um, cause I, I used to set patients up with sleep apnea equipment and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I don't breathe through my mouth. I, I like, I don't know. That's- kind of an okay. interesting thing that I rarely yeah. do. So
0: what I'm getting is for you to but, do they have this you can you can get it on Amazon. Um they have these this tape that you can put on your mouth at night so it forces yeah. you to breathe through your nose. I mean it sounds atrocious, but it really mm-hmm. works. I've started doing it. And Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the sleep is amazing and it what it does is it creates nitrous oxide when we breathe through our nose, it's filtered air and I'm get and you get a much higher oxygen level. So that came okay. in for me to recommend that to you, okay, to consider doing that, okay, and see if it makes okay. a difference. So I would try the colloidal silver, and I would I would do the the mouth taping. There's a the one that I use is okay. called Som Somnifix, and I get it on Amazon. And it's yeah, just, I
9: actually use colloidal silver yeah. almost every day. I actually do have been doing what you said, just mm-hmm. because trying to make sure. But but the main issue is my I have the DVT in my ankle. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been doing the silver for my mouth stuff, but my ankle is where like, I mean, right now my ankle is swollen and I can feel like it, it feels like somebody's just like, uh, like I've got a snake wrapped around my leg. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's very, Mm -hmm. that's my biggest issue. And, and it's just, I've, I've been on, I've went on Eliquis, I've been on all kinds of different things and. Nothing has touched it, and I will sometimes do some different meditation and different um, frequencies and things like that, sound healing to try to get it to uh, relax, and it does, but it's not completely going away, and that's why when I was tapping in and just asking, like, what am I doing wrong? Because Mm -hmm. I'm doing all the things that I know to do, and... Right. not helping and that's where it's, it's like there's something energetically in my in my ankle that's constricting and I don't know what it
0: is. I'm getting that it's not enough oxygen. Your oxygen levels are not right. And that's why the energy went to your mouth. I got the thing don't swallow that colloidal mm-hmm. silver. You know, spit it out. Don't be swallowing it. Right,
4: that yeah, I And I don't, yeah. and, <laughs> I don't and swallow I, it.
0: <laughs> and I got that your oxygen levels aren't right and that's what's what's exacerbating and causing the the DVT. I'm going to get to that now. And so I'm there now. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is I'm I'm watching it get pulverized. You know that detergent commercial where you drop a, a little drop of all temperature cheer or whatever, and then it it makes the mm-hmm. stain break yeah. up into a million pieces. That's what I'm watching, and then I'm watching mm-hmm. that get irrigated out. I'm getting this as an oxygenation issue. I agree that you've got okay. some bacteria stuff going on. looks to me like you've got some strep in your tonsils, behind your tonsils in your mouth because okay. I saw pus in there so that's where okay. the energy went first so I hope that helps consider doing an appointment with okay, me we'll, well do awesome. a deep dive and, uh, yeah. and I hope, yeah, I hope I that helps will. I and hope you getting, feel my better
8: we're going to take your course too so. oh great Thank you. terrific
0: okay <laughs> bye yeah. Ange Alrighty, everybody, that's it for this week. To those of you that I didn't get on, please call back next week. Let me know you didn't get on this week. I'll get you on first. To the rest of you, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Angels and Enlightenment Training, look for that. And sending you lots of love Mwah! from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody.
1: Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
0: This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.